Hello there, citizens. I am the terror that flaps in the night. I am the floaty that will not flush no matter how many times you try in the toilet bowl of crime. I am Darkwing Duck. Telling you, please, talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. <laughs> Whatever the heck that means. After all, you are watching Intellectual Podcast with your ears. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Intellectual Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Dawson. This is episode 109 with Mark Anthony Cox. Uh, Those of you in San Diego may recognize Mark Anthony Cox as one of our talented heavies. Uh, He's got a great look and a great attitude, and uh, we had a really fantastic time sitting down and talking to him. Kristen and Mark were uh, part of the conversation, and we learned a lot about uh, Mark Anthony Cox in his history uh, in LA. Many of us know him as an actor here in San Diego, but he made a real go of it up in LA for quite a while and had some uh, fairly eventually famous friends who uh, he talks about a bit on the show. And you hear a little bit about uh, that thing that a lot of us fear, uh, the way Hollywood can change people. And uh, Mark Anthony Cox went through a, a pretty decent round of experiencing that. And uh, he's pretty honest about it on the show. And we thank him for, for sharing his stories with us. Um, thank you to everybody who contributed to the Film in Diego uh, Indiegogo campaign. Uh, we successfully raised enough money to fund three episodes of the show. Um, which basically means we have enough money to shoot all six episodes of the show, but we're, we're short on uh, post-production funds. But uh, we're going to keep at it. There's uh, The campaign's still up. You can still continue to contribute, and I know we're going to be doing more fundraising to finish off the, uh, the funding for the show, and it's going to be fantastic. It's been picked up uh, not just by San Diego's KPBS station, but also on PBS all throughout Southern California. So this show about San Diego filmmakers is going to be seen, uh, by a very wide audience. And that's incredibly cool. So congratulations to Jody Silly at the film consortium for, uh, for doing a bang up job on the pilot and, uh, for doing such a great job, uh, getting the funding together. Um, there's still plenty of time to get all the money together and there's plenty of time to shoot the show and, and make a, a fantastic program that'll debut, uh, I believe, in January. So, uh, if you're looking for something to do Saturday night, this Saturday night, uh, August, um, Saturday night is the best of screenings for the San Diego 48. Uh, I suggest if you haven't checked it out that you do, go to 48hourfilmproject.com slash san hyphen diego hyphen ca. And, uh, you know, get your tickets and come out and see uh, what are arguably the best short films from the 48-hour competition this year. And uh, I'll be there. I'm actually going to be presenting the Best Writing Award uh, to this year's winner um, as a returning uh, winner from last year myself. So uh, come join us for that. It'll be great. That's it. Not a lot of announcements today. So we'll get right into the podcast now with Mark Anthony Cox on the Intellectual Podcast. 
Talk hard and enjoy the mindgasm. The intellectual podcast starts now. Do, do, do. I'm sniffling because I had hot soup. <laughs> You're welcome, Tony. <laughs> I had that Indian food too. So. Oh, that should be fun. Tony gets the snifflers on the podcast. Uh-oh. Nice. We're just so moved <laughs> by having you here. <laughs> Mr. Mark Anthony Cox. What's your IMDb name? Mark Anthony Cox. Oh, okay. But you don't want to do Tony Cox because that's the little black midget from uh, that is, myself and Irene. That is correct. <laughs> is that I have true? no idea. Yeah. Yeah, I would have used Tony Real name Tony or Cox. character name? That's his, that's real, his real name. name. So he had it first. Mm-hmm. I had no idea. All yeah. Right. My, Michael Keaton's real name's not Michael Keaton. It's Michael Douglas, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Somebody else oh, had that no. name. Oh, did they? No. What's your IMDb name? It's a, it's Kristen Naomi Garcia. You're never Kristen Naomi, huh? Well, sometimes. But I've gone by, I've used a variation of those names many times. Are you a Kristen Garcia? Mm-hmm. A Naomi Garcia I use. What? Mm-hmm. You can't have that many names. Yes, I can. They're can, all my name. She can do whatever she wants. I just Legally, I can do whatever I want. K-N-G. I didn't change it. I can use any part of it. When I first met her, so. she said her name was Naomi. Because it's easier to remember. Yeah. Naomi. No one remembers Kristen. They're like Christy, Crystal, Crystal, yeah. Christine, 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 whatever your name. Just, here, come here. Kristen? Be pretty. Be beautiful. Come on. You know, they like to say that stuff. Naomi's pretty. Thank like you. And they, everyone it's remembers it. Confusing. Kristen's pretty, and, too. Yeah. yeah. It was supposed to be Naomi Serena Garcia, actually. Christine. Just call yourself. Yeah, I've got to see you, Christine. You can't call yourself Cox because that would be (laughs) rude. Yeah, that would be no good. Way to go, Mark. (laughs) Hi, Tony. Hi. Hey. (laughs) How you doing, man? Good. Thanks for having me here. You're a you're a light speaker. I gotta figure out your volume level here. Go ahead and talk a little bit. Let's get your level set. Count to ten. One, dos, tres, four. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I forgot A little bit of Spanglish oh, Brought to you by Tony Cox This is perfect Mark What'd you say? Full sentence? This is perfect What's perfect? The BM <laughs> Jesus I wish you guys wouldn't call them that. My BM is perfect Did you hear that? Yeah Gross That's gross Bloody Mary that I made for you And your first Bloody Mary Yes Congratulations first. Yeah Congrats Thank you Way to go Mark Way to do it Nice and salty Nice and salty. That's the way you want it. Yes. You want your BMs good and salty. Okay. <laughs> you were the one that called them that. I did, I did. That was my Not mistake. me. So I got a question. Uh, Mark Anthony Cox, your IMDb name. I sometimes confuse what to call you, but I just say Tony Cox. You call me Tony. Yeah. Yeah, I don't say Cox. My legal name is Mark Anthony. Okay. When I was in kindergarten, they called the role, and they're like, did anyone not get their name called? And I raised my hand, and she's like, well, what's your name? I said, Tony Cox and she's like uh, no well this must be you it's, it's Mark Anthony Cox so you're good and I was like my name's not Mark she's like it's your first name your middle name's Tony and I was like no hmm? so I went home and asked my mom hey they're calling me Mark at school what's going on and she uh, said oh I liked Marco Antonio so I called you Mark Anthony and I just wanted to call you Tony as like the <laughs> nickname okay so for years in school half the kids called me Tony half that heard the roll call and decided they wanted to call me Mark called me Mark <laughs> There's still like four left from elementary school that if you met them today, they'd go, hey, Mark. Mark, okay. Yeah. 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 Wait, how old were you? Five. Okay. So you had like <laughs> a name change at age five. Yeah. Yeah. See? Okay. Yeah. Am I a little echoey? Am I in the bathroom again? 
Well, when you turn away from your mic, yeah. How about right now? Oh, how's that sound? It's not so bad as long. Do do yourself a favor. Put it more that way because you tend to look at Tony while you're talking. So how could you not look at Tony when you're talking? He's got a good head of hair. He's a tiger. <laughs> Thanks, Tony the tiger. Expect that every time at our podcast. Yeah. The yeah. guys always hit on the guys. You should have seen them with we William don't Wallace. Hit on each other. We just give uh, oh, no, I credit where credit is due. No, no David straight, straight up hit on, hit on, him. on yeah. William Wallace. Yeah. So and Jonathan. Oh yeah. Yeah. Two yeah, handsome you guys. Can hit on them, yeah. Gave them a good stare down, and they're both handsome guys. Winks. Yeah. I hit on uh, Jennifer Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we know. I wouldn't say I hit on her. I was. Uh, you were enamored with her, yes. and she saw it and played it up. That she did. <laughs> I haven't met her yet. Oh, you haven't? She's no. a nice woman. <laughs> okay. Why? She is. <laughs> <laughs> Your delivery on stuff is just really strange sometimes. Well, she's a nice woman. What? Mark gave the ducks. You're a nice guy. How was that? Is that he is a nice guy. Mm. Yeah. You are nice, but here, you play a lot of uh, not-so-nice guys. What's up with that? Um, That's true. I I get cast as the bad guy a little yeah. bit, but... You like the dark stuff, I think. Huh? I get the cop roles, too, but yeah, it's either or. But, cut? Yeah. yeah, or mafia boss yeah. or something like that. Yeah. Mm. Cool. What, uh, yeah, how do you feel about that? Typecast, or you You seem to like the bad guy? No, I like I, I like the bad guy, the assassin type, yeah. mafioso type guy. Yeah, one thing it's I saw fun. you in, and uh, what's the name of the one when you're driving in the car? When Leaves Turn. Yes, that's very good. By John Freeman. John Freeman, yes. he's a talented Freeman, dude. Huh? He's brilliant. We worked with him. He's a, he's a good writer, he's a good guy, uh, choreographs pretty well, fights pretty well, oh, fake yeah. fights pretty well. I had my uh, yeah, that was a good piece. ass faked kicked by Thanks. him. I was actually supposed to be in that film. Yes, she was. Really? Yeah, she at was. the last minute I couldn't do it, and your co-star took over. And right. She's phenomenal. She's yeah. perfect. She, she's like this assassin, she's like sick. tall, skinny, like I'm going to you know, do whatever it takes to kill you and get my yeah. bounty. You know, like She was awesome. Yeah. So I'm glad that you had that chance to work with her. And yeah. I would have... But I want to work with John more. <laughs> I love John Freeman. Yeah. He's mm. his mind is awesome. Yeah. Yeah. We saw him at a thing last night, the whatever that was. It was but, a music and film mixer. But only like a couple of people showed up, but No, it was a handful of handful. There was a, a nice chunk of uh, musicians there. Yeah, that's true. And there were some other people that we spoke to and Jody was there. Obviously it was a film consortium. It was a small film consortium. Very, but, yeah. but they'll have more each month. Yeah, yeah, it'll grow, it'll grow. But yeah, I saw him on his laptop. Yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Email him. He's like, nah, I'm writing a script. I'm like, oh yeah, cool. Carry on. <laughs> He is very chill, you mm. know, so yes. I don't know. Did you, I mean, Tony and I have also worked together as well. You know, when I first came here, Tony mm-hmm. and I worked on a film called Manifest that was up for a couple of awards yeah. uh, mm-hmm. last fall, fall um, film awards. Cool. And um, Tony mm-hmm. is, see, he played a, he played my husband in sure. that role. So I think yeah. Tony can play, what I love about Tony is he can play pretty much anything. I think you can play more roles than you think. I mean, I know you yeah. get cast with, you know, these mobster, you know, bad guy types, but I don't think you get specifically those roles. No, no, those are just ones that I raise my hand. Like you want to, yeah, yeah, those are yeah. the ones you really want. Yeah. Well, it depends on the director too. It right. depends on who you're working with. Right. Like Alejandro Castro, who we worked with, was phenomenal. Yeah, he was so great to work with. That we was only from had Manifest. Like a, yeah, okay. that was only a two day shoot. It was super quick. Yeah, he's great. Yeah. Another good talented guy. Yeah. Very yeah. talented guy and a cool dude. Yeah, like John Freeman. I mean, he's a good guy to work with. I know Mark and I worked with him too, so he's fun to work with. Yeah. Is there somebody else that you worked with? I mean, I know you have some films that are coming out, obviously. 
and um, you have new directors that you're working with. Yes. Is there anybody specifically you like working with? Uh, recently. Besides your daughter. <laughs> uh, recently on the 48, worked with Rob Nixon, who oh, was. I love Rob. He nice. was amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He, you know, he's. He's an actor, but sure, he's been a director as well. And he's a director's actor. He took the role as mostly director in this. He, I mean, he had a small little cameo, but he was mm-hmm. amazing. He, uh, we had a big crew, a big cast, and he was just in charge, and everything f- uh, flowed really smooth. And his vision was on point. And I think that's going to be a pretty cool little movie. Yeah, yeah. For it. When does it uh, air? Uh, it's in the group B. Screen. Screen. The yes. word you're looking for is screen, yes. Mark. Monday yeah. the tenth at the nine PM. Oh, so that's B. First day. First day. Second, second group. Second group. Cool. Far out. What's the genre? Sci fi. Is it fun? It's it's cool. Yeah. Tense or No, it's light? it's it's light and okay. cute. There's it stars cool. two amazing little girls, thirteen year old and a ten year old. All right. Happen to be my daughters. You're the fun. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. 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 All right, all right. Two up-and-coming yeah. actresses in San Diego. It's a yeah. family affair. Yeah. yeah. I'm really curious to see how the 48 films all turn out this year. Mm-hmm. There were so many of them. I think they're really going to bring it up. It was, just with the posters alone, I'm like, dude, everyone stepped it up. It was my first year participating in the 48. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because you, you you took some time off. I did. Uh, what's, when did you start acting? Uh, my first audition in books role was in 1993. What was that in? It was a commercial with Sally Struthers, Sally Struthers for independent correspondence schools. Oh, wow. So it started off as a non-union thing, and then it turned union. And Okay. Yeah. Do you, did you act in, like, uh, elementary school, junior high, high school? So when I was in seventh grade, 12 years old, my father was into politics a lot. Like, he okay. was working with uh, Pete Wilson, who was the mayor of San, San Diego and later became the governor of California. Okay. And they were bringing the trolley into San Diego. And Pete told my dad, Hey, we're filming a commercial to advertise the trolley in San Diego. There was only at the time, like four blocks of tracks right in the middle of downtown built. Okay. So he says, bring your kids down tomorrow. We're going to film this commercial. And my brother didn't want to go. My sister was too little. And so I went and when we got there, uh, the mayor said, Hey, if you want to have your kids sit next to me, I have him sit next to me in the commercial. So I sat next to him. We went up and down the street like a hundred times for eight hours. <laughs> a few months later, it started to air in San Diego and maybe other places. And all the kids at school said, Hey, I saw you on TV. Like you're in this commercial. That's so cool. Sweet. So cool. And that's when that's I got awesome. the bug. Yeah. First, yeah. first taste of fame. 12. 12. All right. Mm-hmm. So like sixth grade. Or yeah. Something like and then that. I just kept thinking about it all through junior high and then high school. I really wanted to try to pursue it, but I was too cool. Like I just mm-hmm. thought, those are like yeah. not the cool kids. It was and like in the early 80s or something like that yeah. when you brought the trolley. Okay, yeah. Cool. Yeah. It was like 81, 82. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then right after high school, I started taking classes at Mesa College and there was a drama class I signed up for and did some plays there. And then nice. there was a girl there that said, hey, you have a really good look. You're pretty good. Um, I know a guy that works for this agency in San Diego and she referred me to them, and that was with Shaman Freitas, who Carol you're also with. Yeah, was Frank with? Uh, no, no, he okay. wasn't th- back then. So was it just Carol? It was Bert Benvenuti, who was her assistant. He was also a child actor. He did. I didn't like, know he that. was in a big movie with. Uh, I can't remember who, but um, he was a child actor. Okay, and then he was a college kid at the time, and he was working there as an assistant. And he's the one I met. Okay, he and I became friends, and they signed me, and then you know, twenty two years later. Nice. That's pretty solid. Yeah. You probably might be one of their originals, I guess. I don't know. When did they establish? Like 80? 80-something? 80 yeah. 7, 8? 80 I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Okay. I'm guessing. 
Man, that's pretty cool. Um, now, a little fact that I overheard about you uh, on set is you actually are not from here. I was born in Mexico City. Okay. When did you come over? Uh, about six weeks old. Okay. So no memories there. <laughs> yeah, okay. No. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing. All right. For all intents and purposes. My mother, my mother's Mexican, <laughs> and she's from Mexico City. And sure. when she was pregnant with each of us, my brother and sister and myself, she'd fly down at eight months pregnant or so, stay, have us, wait till we were old enough to fly back. She just yeah. wanted us to be born there, and so ah. birth certificate was done to the U.S. Embassy, and like we were U.S. citizens right from the get go. Nice, cool. Um, do you ever go back to your family, friends there? Or? So I mean, that's six weeks, I guess. We used to go back. They're not friends, but. <laughs> We used to go almost every single summer until yeah. I was about 14. Yeah. And I have cousins. My, my mother's brother, and they're twins, joint at the wrist at birth. Okay. He has three sons that are exactly my brother, my age, and my sister's age. And we used to go every summer and spend the whole summer in Mexico City, Cuernavaca. We'd go to Cancun. My uncle had like a, Cancun. Yeah, a resort the there. So it was like fun summers in Mexico for years. And then once we hit the teen years, me and my brother were kind of rebelled and said, oh, we don't want to go. We're going to stay home and throw parties all summer and charge money at the door and make money. And yeah. my sister kept going. And I haven't been there since 1983. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe. It's time that for could be a good thing. It's time to no. go. Yeah. <laughs> Is it? Yeah. We should all just take a big <clears throat> TJ trip with Mexico Jody City. and just all uh, go down. Jody loves going there. I don't know. I don't know why you go to Mexico City. It's like what? I've never most... been to Mexico. I need to go. Really? Mm-mm. I am something to TJ soon. Well, we're supposed to shoot something for Cornelius down there the next couple of weeks, right? Possibly. Who's Cornelius? Possibly. We're, I'm having a meeting. Well, possibly. I'll get back to you. Okay. I'll have my people call your people. When I, I'll, that means I'll text you later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll text you in an hour. Yeah. Hmm. That's hilarious. So you did, you, you did some stage acting? In college, I, I, yeah. How do you feel about stage acting? Yeah. I, I liked it a lot. <laughs> the last full play I did was at the Coronado Playhouse in 1994, which is impressive. Twenty years ago, yeah. So yeah. And uh, Orville Redenbacher came and saw our final the show. Actual, yep. wow. actual Orville Redenbacher. Right, right, it was right before he passed away. He sure. was a Coronado resident. Makes he sense. sat front row for our closing show, and it was pretty cool. That's cool. The Coronado Playhouse. Did he smell like popcorn? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the Coronado Playhouse, you said? The Coronado Playhouse. That's it's it's where me, you, and I kind of reunited. Reunited, last year. we yeah. did. We've we've worked with each other on several things. Like, yeah, I know the guy from the yeah. face, but uh, yeah, that's kind of where we yeah. bonded. Yeah, and that was my first time back there in twenty years. So from ninety four to two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Yikes! Okay. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so yeah, what happened to stage acting? I guess. So that right after that, I moved to Los Angeles okay. and made a, a run at this and Same. was up there for almost eight years. Whoa. And while I was up there, I was just 100% going after TV, film, and yeah. anything on camera. This was in the mid-90s, right? Mid yeah, late. 90, October 94 okay. is when I went up there. And um, had some ups and some downs and As some ups does. and some more downs and sure. came back to San Diego in 2001. Okay. Uh, what, uh, what were some of the ups? Some of the ups is that uh, the first month I was there, I lived in Glendale, and um, I was working out at the gym down the street there. And there was, I love this story. It, it's an Armenian community. It's all Armenian, <laughs> okay, right? I don't know so if it's okay. And uh, there was this one <laughs> blonde-haired white kid working at the Twenty Four Hour Fitness, huh? and uh, he comes up to me. He's like, "Hey, man, do you need a spot? Like, 
I'll help you out. And I was like, I looked at him. I was like, the guy does not belong here. Like he just oh. <laughs> totally like fish out of water. Right. Yeah. So, um, I said, sure, you can spot me. And uh, he's like, hey, so you live nearby? I said, yeah, right down the street on California Avenue. And he's like, yeah, I live right around the corner. And I, I just moved here. I said, yeah, me too. And he's like, it came on an, uh, on an acting and modeling uh, scholarship that he won at some contest back in Minnesota. And um, we became friends and started hanging out. And we spent the holidays together. Like, he had nowhere to go for uh, Thanksgiving a couple years in a row. So he came down to San Diego with me for four days. So he did, my he did the orphan's house. holiday with you? Yeah, yeah. So, and he didn't have a car. And he, I used to drive him to his auditions. And, and then he called me one day and he says, hey, I have a callback for this movie. And uh, I need a ride. I said, sure, I'll, I'll take you. Let's go. And it was in Burbank. Drive him over there. I parked the car. He goes in. Hour and a half later, he comes out. And he's like, hey, I think they really like me. I was supposed to be a really small part. And now they're going to expand my role. And I was like, cool. What's the movie called? And he says, American Pie. Sean oh, William Scott. Favorite Stifler. Mr. Stifler. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that is one of my favorite yeah. movies. Love that movie. Yeah. Love that franchise. Except for the directed DVD ones. But Right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you were friends with so Stifler. We were, we well, were... the reason Stifler was there was because of him. There wouldn't be a Stifler if it wasn't for Tony. Tony was the one that drove him there. The Stifler should recognize tr- that. True story, because mm-hmm. months before the audition, and thanks for bringing that up, mm-hmm. he had an audition for this TV show on UPN or on Fox mm-hmm. that didn't last long, but he was up for a lead role, and um, they offered him the role but he was also already doing this web series that he was committed to and the producer from the web series says i'm not letting you out if you do we'll take you to court whatever so he had to not take the tv role so he was distraught he was in tears he drove to my house i'm moving back to minnesota this is a waste of time it's never going to work for me he was about to go get the TV show tattoo on his arm, and I talked him out of that. <laughs> well, that was a good. That right? was a great yeah. idea. Yeah, <laughs> and at the same time, he was dating a girl that I introduced him to, and things went a little weird. And she kind of said, "I'm done with you." And he, so he was distraught over both of those things. He was literally ready to leave. So crying at my house, I talked him into staying, and was a good friend to him for a long time. And told him dude you have potential like if they wanted you for that tv show someone's gonna want you for something bigger and he sucked it up and he stayed and american pie came along and the rest is history Fleur was born yeah what so this was like 97 8 yep how yep. long when'd you meet him what i met him in 90 in the november of 94 so you were good for someone for like three four years Be, yeah before he was anything my wife wow. actually got him a job at home depot in glendale he worked in the plumbing department Wow. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Can you imagine Stifler in the polling department? Like, that's too easy. He, uh, he, he <laughs> talked. Well, he's tell, probably the opposite of Stifler. He is the opposite yeah. of Stifler. That's yeah. the funny thing. Yeah. That's from what you were telling me. Yeah. You, you imagine Stifler to be like, you know, playing with the pipes in the, you know, in the Home Depot yeah, department or whatever. Like, hey, look at my dog. Hey, look at my pipes. Yeah. You know, like whatever. Yeah. But he's completely opposite, right? Introvert. Yeah. He's, he's a naturally funny guy. Okay. Yeah. 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 But yeah. he's just not. He would never actually say the things he says. It's definitely no, he was like a good <laughs> Christian kid. He didn't cuss. Yeah. yeah. Until he started doing it in the movies. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Until sure. he became known. And yeah. Then it was LA took over, you know? Right. Well, enough about Stifler. I want to hear about you. So you actually had a, you were on a couple sets and doing some things, you know, more ups for you. You did a, a film with, um, was it Jim Carrey? What? Well, I was a featured extra. In, oh, in, Liar, Liar. In Liar, Liar. Mm-hmm. And, the backstory to that is the reason I signed up to be an extra in that role was because a year and a half, two years before that, 
I had, you know, in, in LA, it's like a lot of, it's all who you know. Mm -hmm. So someone in my family was in a federal penitentiary. Mm -hmm. His cellmate was an associate producer at Imagine Entertainment Universal. Mm -hmm. He and the executive producer were best friends as kids growing up in LA. And he got in trouble for some marijuana or something in his car in Hollywood Boulevard. So he had a few years in the federal pen with my family member who he said to him, hey, I have this kid, he's an actor, lives in L.A. Can you help him out? And he's like, sure. Tell him to mail in the headshot resume here to the prison. So I did thinking, you know, what convict's going to help me out? But I sent it anyways, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> a few weeks goes by and my phone rings. It's Saturday morning. We're living in Glendale. Me and my wife were just married for a couple of years. No kids yet. And it's a woman from Universal, and she says, hello, uh, Tony Cox, yes. Um, my name is so-and-so from Universal Imagine Entertainment. Mr. James D. Brubaker would like to meet with you today at two o'clock, can you make it? And James I was like, D. Brubaker? No, yeah, had no clue who he was. He produced all the, liar, all the Jim Carrey and uh, Eddie Murphy films. So I said, yes, I could be there. So I get up, get dressed. I go over there early. I park the car, go up to the gate at Universal. And the guard says, yeah, can I help you? I was like, yeah, I'm here to see Mr. Brubaker. My name's Tony Cox, Mark Anthony Cox. I'm not sure how they had it written down. He's like, yep, you're on the list. Just sit here. There will be a car to come get you in a minute. And 15 minutes later, a car pulls up, drives me through the lot all the way to the back where the executive offices were. I go in, I sit down. A few minutes later, they're come on in. He's ready to see you. I walk in this huge, beautiful office with this red oak desk and bookshelves and just like, you know, like what you see in the movies. Totally opulent. Yeah, just a big chair. And he's mm -hmm. sitting there and he's like, hey, kid, welcome to my office. And he goes, first thing, do you know why you're here? And I said, I think so. He's like, you know so-and-so who knows my so-and-so. And that's all we're going to talk about it. We're not going to bring that up anymore, okay? Sure. And I said, deal, yeah. fine. He's like, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to be an actor. I'm here because that's what I do. And I, you know, want to get in the movie business. And he's like, well, we're about to produce this film and I might have a role for you. Let me hear you read it. So he pushes me some sides, says, turn the page, whatever it was. And I read them. And he's like, are you ready? Okay, stand up, read it. Stood up, read the lines. He's like, all right, give me a minute. He picks up the phone and he calls someone from the casting office. Come on over here. I want you to meet this kid. Comes over. She comes over and she read opposite of me. I read the lines again with her. And then he smiles and he's like, all right, go back out in the lobby. We'll, we'll, we'll call for you in a few minutes. So I go out there, 20 minutes or so goes by and they call me back in. And she's like, pleasure meeting you. Uh, I'm leaving. It was the casting lady. She left. And then Mr. Brubaker says, all right, sit down, kid. He goes, I like your look. I like your attitude. You seem like a really good kid and you're going to be a star. So here, take the script. You're going to be a star, kid. You take the script, start <laughs> studying the lines. You have a pretty good sized part. Go out and see Susie in the lobby. She's going to get all your info, get the paperwork started. We start shooting in a few weeks. Sweet. So I look, yep. at, the, look at the script, and then I look at it, and I was like, the nutty professor. Hmm. She, nice. And he's like, yep, starring Eddie Murphy. Congratulations, kid. Welcome to Hollywood. Oh. So I thought, that's it. I made it. I'm, it's <laughs> go, it's you know, done. Done deal. So I take a leave, and then a couple days later, the secretary calls, and this is where it went from really good to really bad. She calls and says, uh, Tony, Mr. Brubaker really, really likes you. So your role shoots for about four of the 16 or whatever many weeks the whole film was. He wants you to be his production assistant for the other 75% of the time. And it pays 500 bucks a week. You'd be working in the office, not on the set, making copies, running errands, going, picking up props, delivering them back and forth. Mm -hmm. 
14 hour days, 500 bucks a week. So I took about two seconds and made the huge mistake and said, hmm, well, I'm working right now part time at a cell phone store, mm-hmm. working 25 hours a week, making seven or eight hundred dollars a week. So tell Mr. Brubaker, thanks, but no thanks. I'll just stick to the acting role. Uh, oops. Yeah. Oops. Shit balls. So never got the call for the call time. Never got anything. I kept calling the office going, when do I report? When do we shoot? They would not. They kept just taking my message. You were persona like, non grata at that point. Huh? <laughs> Nobody wanted to talk to you. No one wanted to talk to me. It was like. The uninvited. Uh, yeah. It was like, I didn't know what was going on. I was freaking out. So I'm calling. Good reference. Bob. I'm calling my family member in the prison or, mm-hmm. you know, when, uh, when he calls, I'm asking him, hey, ask your guy what happened. And he asked him and he didn't really know. Well, fast forward a couple years, that associate producer gets released. He's now back in L.A. He calls me and says, hey, come to Beverly Hills. I'm at a pizza joint owned by Kathy Moriarty, old time uh, actress. From uh, Mel Brooks movies? No. Oh, Somebody yeah. asked no. Like she's, she's an icon. I recognize the name. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I go to her restaurant. I meet her. She's and got there, that voice like this, And right? there's the guy. His name's Joseph Hesekiel, okay. uh, associate producer. And he's like, hey, I just wanted to tell you face to face that you blew a golden opportunity. Mr. Brubaker thought he was handing you Hollywood on a silver platter. Shit. You basically spit on it and handed it back to him. So he was insulted. His feelings were hurt. He really liked you. And that's it. Your chance is over. And so I begged and pleaded. And he goes, you know, there's nothing you can do. Just you've learned a big lesson. So that's fast forward to the Jim Carrey movie because sure. I knew that Brubaker was producing that movie. I wanted to get on set and talk to him. Yeah. So I went to Central Casting and I registered and I was like, I want to work on a big movie. Which is a huge pain in the ass right. nowadays yes, to get into Central thing. Casting. It, it's so competitive and annoying. It wasn't so hard back then. Yeah. Yeah. And so I got on the, on the set and my goal was to go talk to him. So I was playing the, the marshaller on the, on the tarmac, the guy with the, uh, okay. With oh, the, with the orange uh, pole. When he runs after his son in the, yeah, so okay. the movie, he's running after his kid. So I played the marshaller out there on the tarmac. And okay. They had a small set set out there. Featured extra then. I can watch yeah, it right now. Right. I'm like, hey, Tony. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Mr. Brubaker was out there with the camera guy and a bunch of crew. And, you know, they had the, the tray with the, the, the monitor and Jim Carrey was out there with him, and I saw him, and I just said, fuck it, I'm going to go talk to him. So I started beelining across the tarmac, and as I'm going, there's a production assistant chasing me down. <laughs> and I was like, I don't even care, right? If I don't even care if I get kicked out of here, I need to say something to this man. Sure. So I walk up to him, and I'm like, Mr. Brubaker. He looks at me, and he, and he gave me a look like, I kind of know who you are, but I don't remember. I said, I'm Tony Cox, Joe Hesekiel referral. We met in your office, Nutty Professor. He's like, oh, hey, how's it going, kid? I said, I just want to tell you, it was the biggest mistake of my life, and I'm totally sorry. I, I know that it probably can't be fixed. I just want to let you know that I regret it, and I'll learn from that in my career going forward, and I'm sorry. I just wanted to tell you I was sorry. And as I'm finishing the sentence, the PA comes up and grabs me by the shoulder and goes, hey, you can't be over here. You need to move. And Mr. Brubaker looks at him and goes, no, he's fine. Leave, mm-hmm. leave us alone. Okay. Guy walks away. Take we talked a little bit more. I said a couple more apologetic things. He gave me a little piece of advice. And then I, I felt like better about it. Like it was, yeah. you know, it was haunting me for a few years. Yeah, I'm sure. So then after that, I mean, Jim Carrey was just 10 feet away and he kind of overheard. He had pizza come in for lunch and it was supposed to be for just them, you know. Mm-hmm. And so I started to walk back to my little extra holding area across the tarmac. 
And uh, the PA came and got me and said, Mr. Carey wants you to come and join them for pizza. Nice. So I went over there and had pizza with Jim Carey Jim and Carey. James Brubaker. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It was before camera phones and Facebook and all that. Yeah, so yeah. I'm sure I would have blasted it everywhere. But <laughs> yeah. So I have, I have no proof, but that's my story and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. Kind yeah. of came full circle. So yeah. often you don't get the chance to go back and yeah. say, hey, mea culpa. Right. You know, like, yeah. Mea culpa. That's very cool. It was a hard lesson to learn, but I've took that lesson and applied it many other times in even my day job career where I was going to say no or if opportunities yeah, are knocking, right. you and, better answer and, it. And I've learned from it. So it sure. made me a better person. Who knows if I would have been a regular working actor in LA and things could have gone bad and end up, you know, no wife, no kids, who knows? So. It, things worked out for a reason, and, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, um, and age has a lot to do yeah. with how you respond yeah, you to things your too. Yeah, it was when you're young, you don't understand scratching yeah. somebody's yeah. back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was 25 years old. I yeah. was I had a immature. Yeah. Similar situation, a job offer with uh, uh, Fuzzy Door Productions, which is Seth uh, McFarland's um, production company. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was 500 bucks a week. I wasn't quite in LA. I was still down in San Diego. And I'm like, well, 500 bucks a week. I'm making like the same thing, like 700 and I'm in San Diego. So I had to pass. And uh, I mean, I don't know if anything would have happened. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think about that. Yeah, but it goes back to the thing that I'm always saying is showing up is super important. Right. You know, Mm -hmm. just being present sometimes is all it takes to get that door open that you really want. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so, that's what they say about making sacrifices for what you want. So mm-hmm. then yeah. at that point, if I really wanted to do it, I would have lived in a paper box. I wouldn't have yeah. cared. I would be like, like, oh, $500, $500 like a week, but I get to spend my entire week on a, on a film Done. studio set, Yeah, you know, was, or in film yeah. offices, like, you yeah. know, but now, but again, I'm older right? now too. We all can say, Oh, I would have done this or I would have done that. Yeah. yeah. Hindsight 2020. You know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, Absolutely. That I know that was hard for but you. The but the reason now, we podcast is hopefully somebody else can hear us and go, shit, I need to make a phone call and change what I just said. Yeah. yeah. You know? Wait. Are you, uh, do you still keep in touch with any of those? I mean, obviously I'm Jim Carrey, but do you still keep in touch with uh, Brugamaker? Brubaker. No, he's he, he's like 82 <laughs> you years old. really have That's a awesome. weird relationship with names. <laughs> yeah. Bru- Bru- Brubaker. And Brubaker. He's still producing movies, I think, in okay. L.A., uh-huh. but he's like 82 years old. All right. Yeah, no, that was, that conversation when it was over, that was it. That was yeah. just like, yeah. you know, saying goodbye. Okay. So sorry and goodbye, and I yeah. learned, yeah. but he there was nothing going to come from it after that. Hmm. Well, with him. With him. Well, for me, it taught me a lot of stuff. Okay. Yeah. And how about the the Stiffmeister? So fast forward, uh, the Stiffmeister, Sean. You know, we spent <laughs> holidays together. I I was I sat in his trailer with him and Ashton Kutcher while he was filming. Dude, where's my Dude. car? For fourteen hours, yeah, playing the guitar, drinking beer, joking so this around. Ninety like nine, yeah, right, okay. yeah. We were we were just buddies, and every yeah. time he was on the Jay Leno show, I was in the front row or I was in the green room with him backstage. That's awesome. Yeah, we did a lot of like we went to the Burbank. AMC theater to watch American Pie when it came out. And he, he just wore a baseball hat, tried to be like incognito. We wanted to go there just to see who would recognize him. We sat right in the middle of the theater, and halfway through the movie, a kid looks behind and says, starts whispering to his buddy that, yeah. and then all of a sudden the whole theater knew it was him. And it was cool because that's what we wanted to happen. He was a new, you know, star. And, right. and we, they all follow us out. He signed autographs, like total, like not planned, just spur of the moment which was cool yeah so we did things like that and we you know went to dodger padre games together we hung out all the time and then uh he wrote a script that i was supposed to be in with him 
Oh, and I didn't know he, he wrote. He, okay. Yeah, he had the DP from uh, the movie where everyone kind of mysteriously died. Oh yeah, when he gets his head cut off. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, Final Destination. Final Destination. And <laughs> so he assembled the whole crew. He yeah. wrote the script. Mm-hmm. I was supposed to have a big role in it. Mm-hmm. And then a year later or so, he was on the Jay Leno show again, and he calls me, "Hey, I'm on Jay tonight. Come." So I came. Meet, we meet up before going to the uh, the green room with him in his dressing room. And it's me and his other good buddy who he actually grew up with in Minnesota, his kid named Jason. Okay. Probably an hour into it, um, the door opens and it's his agent who it's his brand new agent. He just signed with a new, I don't know which agency it was. And if it was, I won't even say anyways, but this guy walks in with his assistant and just kind of glares over at me and Jason then looks at Sean and says, who are these guys? He's oh, those are my friends. He's like, ask them to leave. Like really like D-bag. mean, yeah. Like the guy had big lips, and he was like a good-looking guy with a fancy suit. Big lips, and uh, yeah, he had like nice big lips. It was kind of that's the one thing I remember about him. Like if, if I saw him again, I would interesting answer. Wow. I wouldn't remember him if it wasn't for the lips. Like yeah, you know, yeah. just yeah, he was a uh, you know DSLs, but he just looked like a total mean kind of. Yeah. person so he said have them get out uh-huh. so then sean walks over to us he's like, hey you guys sorry um can you wait for me outside and then afterwards there's a limo waiting and we'll go out and have a drink or whatever so we went out sat in the front row he did his thing with jay show ended and then he goes hey i have to catch up with you another day i gotta go out with my agent so he leaves that was the last time jason or i ever saw or talked to sean again both jason and yeah. you yeah and so like 2000 yeah 2001 yeah or maybe early 2000 okay because i still lived in la so i had another friend uh brendan that uh was a special effects guy on big movies like he did a bunch of like he did the training day with denzel washington That's so he was always one. on set as the special effects guy yeah so he saw sean and he met him at my son's first birthday party at our condo up in canyon country up in santa clarita so Brendan and Sean knew each other. So Brendan saw Sean on set. He was doing that um, film with um, Billy Bob Thornton. Oh, oh Billy, Bob Thornton. Billy Bob Thornton. What? I can't remember. The name will come to us in Billy a minute. Bob Thornton. Anyway, so he comes. Yes, he went up to him and he said, "Hey, aren't you pushing ten? No, no, no. He wasn't no. And uh, he said, "Hey, I met you at Tony Cox's house. Uh, are you guys? You guys don't talk anymore. Like, mm-hmm. he said he hasn't heard from you, and he's like." Yeah, I got really busy and uh, I had to do like a European tour for American Pie 2 and whatever movie he had coming out. And he goes, I just lost touch. Love that movie too. So he gave him my phone number. He goes, hey, you know, he he still is in the same spot. Here's his number. Call him up. But he never called. I heard heard later from another source that that new agent told him, you need to focus on you and your career. You're like... You're like a corporation. You don't have time for friends and personal stuff. You need to focus. Yeah. So he he advised them to cut ties with all the buddies. Like we were dragging them down, but we weren't. Fuck that guy. If, if the guy only knew, if it wasn't for some of us, he would have been right? gone in Minnesota. But it is what it is. So um, if I saw Sean today, I would. It would be like it was yesterday, and I would f- not be mad at him. Yeah. After three or four you know? years, you know? the holidays. I'm surprised he hasn't reached out to you. Yeah, I tried to find him on Twitter and other things, but. He doesn't. He's hard to find. Yeah. Well, he's yeah. he's got a he had a great career, and you know I guess he still kind of does, but it's it's simmered down. Yeah, yeah. He's probably what like thirty yeah. something. Yeah. So thirty. He's I I, he was born in seventy eight. Okay, oh, so he's like no. thirty. I don't he's know. Like thirty six or seventy six. He was born in seventy October third. So he's like thirty nine. Okay. Thirty nine. Yeah. I was twenty four and he was eighteen. Yeah. I'm gonna be forty six, so he's mm. thirty nine. Okay. So my my hope is that. 
on his decline and on my rise. Yeah. We, yeah, we uh, crossed paths again. Give yeah. each other a little wink yeah. on the uh, yeah. escalator. Yeah. Going well, up what would and you do? Going then? down. Would you, would you, like, not necessarily welcome back with open arms, but would you be okay with opening up lines of communication again? Or I would treat it like it was the day before I saw him at the Jane Leno show. I don't hold grudges. Yeah. Like, I'm very forgiving kind of guy. Like, I would just say, I do, I understand. Sorry. It's like, life's too short. Let's just. Yeah. Let's just pick up where we well, were. And you yeah. know what L.A. is, what yeah. L.A. does to people. Yeah. You've seen it firsthand. I've seen it, what it did to him. Yeah, yeah, that stinks. I, uh, yeah, I got a friend who's actually, we started off doing stand-up here about 10 years ago, and then he went to Austin. He kind of got big, went to L.A., struggled a little bit, and now he's got his own show. And I was there for the first taping, and he hooked me up this year with the Comic-Con Pass, and he, he's got a lot of integrity. He, he won't change like that. you know. And I just texted him like two days ago. I'm like, how's it going? He's like, kind of dreading the show. I'm like, you have your own? <laughs> Talk show and you're dreading it. Yeah. But uh, it's a lot of work. I don't think people quite yeah, always understand what they're getting into. You don't when just get all the pros, stuff. you get yeah. cons too. You have more people judging you than, you know, yeah. giving it's, you applause. Sure, sure. But so, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, it's important not to, you know, forget your friends. Right. Hey guys, David here, interjecting this interview for just a moment to, well, try and pay the bills here at the Intellectual Podcast. Uh, help us out. And go sign up for a free trial at audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and a one month chance to scope out the entire library. Just go to audibletrial.com slash IXE. That's audibletrial.com slash IXE. And get access to thousands of really wonderful audiobooks at audible.com. And your free trial helps us out and it helps you out. Because let's face it, books books expand your mind and what better way to become a better filmmaker than to expand your mind so go to audibletrial.com slash ixe and sign up for your free trial today with audible and now back to the podcast yeah. right. Family friends, i would never you know, do that yeah exactly and, you know it's a bummer he did that and that's gotta be, i always I mean, joke around that i can't wait to get famous enough to forget everybody yeah. <laughs> but i don't mean it yeah <laughs> that's why it's funny <laughs> Uh, well, that's kind of bittersweet, I suppose, right? Yeah, it's good. You know, it's the dangers of LA. Yeah, yeah. I learned a lot from it. I learned a lot about LA and people in LA and yeah. the, the business and all and that. You said later. Yeah. Is that part of why to... you left? Huh? Is that part of why you left? It, it, I did. I felt like I was chewed up and spit out, and I was a little burned. And mm. at the same time, coincidentally, my day job, I was offered a promotion to run the San Diego market where I was from. So I was like, all right, I can move home, make way more money, buy a bigger house. And I came back. And uh, when I came back in 2001, I just said, I went to Carol and I said, hey, I'm back. But Carol's our agent. Yeah. And I said, I'm back, but I'm not back. Like, I'm here. Mm. I don't know. I just want to kind of take a break. And she's like, all right, I'll call you for like industrials. And that went on for a few years. And then. then that was what, 2000? 2001. Were you married with a kid then? Yeah. Is that what I heard? Okay. Yeah. yeah. First we had, one we had, kid. We had one kid. Okay. And then, my daughter was born in 2002 when we were back. Sure. And then like 05, I started picking up the pace a little bit and did a couple more industrials and she was sending me out on stuff. Yeah. And then in 07, I did like a SAG industrial and just a bunch of training stuff for years. And, yeah. you know, I was kind of missing the, the, uh, the film, you know, like the, the Jeff Saturday thing. Oh yeah, we did that. So <laughs> me, he, you and John Maxwell. Yeah. You're I right. guess in that commercial clip. Yeah. Like you said. <laughs> So that was um, that was the first time I guess I met you, but yeah. I didn't really meet you. I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah, you doing? We met, but we forgot that we met. Yeah, we did. Yeah, <laughs> it happens like that. 
What was the name of that product? Uh, Ace Grooming Products for Men. Ace for Men. Yeah. What was your... Uh, rule Rule 23. Okay. It's on YouTube. Okay. My clip's on... Is your clip on YouTube? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, what, what was your product that you were promoting? Uh, the, 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 the sideburn... Shaver. Cyber, okay. I think I, I was had, like tweezers. I was the field goal kicker with the uneven yeah. sideburns. Yeah. And I kept missing <laughs> the left. that's embarrassing. Yeah. Jonathan Maxwell had like long fingernails or yeah. something like that. Right. Yeah, that was cool. That was like what, yeah. summer of 07. I was 07. living in LA then. July so 07. I had to come down for gigs. I'm like, thanks, yeah. agent. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. Up in LA. Up in LA. Yeah. Yes, Not yes, of course. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah, I know. That was cool to work with uh, Pro Baller, Jeff Saturday yeah. of the Pro Indianapolis Baller. Colts. Peyton Manning's center for a long, yeah. long time. Yeah, I'm a big fan of him. He was a nice guy. He Good was. Pictures, friendly. Not the greatest actor, but he was a really yeah. friendly, nice guy. Yeah. yeah. He had those blue eyes, though. He did have yeah. steely blue yeah. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> he's like... Interesting. Big guy, bigger than you, he's like taller. Mm, all right. <laughs> <laughs> IRS. Mail's here. Mailman. <laughs> you hear that, Laura Boland? Um, okay, so that was uh, 07, uh, I moved back. Cool. So yeah, doing a couple industri- industrials. Wait, didn't that, didn't you say like that was playing somewhere? Oh, so yeah. I have Charger season tickets and I went to a Charger game in probably 08 with two of my buddies. I have three seats. And we're walking through the parking lot and there's a big tent set up and in the- You missed your fuck the Chargers, by the way, Dave. In, in, <laughs> I was trying to refrain. Yeah, don't go there. Okay. And then, and then they had girls in the commercial. There's girls, mm. attractive girls Very with much so. referee outfits on. Yep. So for, I guess for promotional, they set up this tent and they had other girls, not in the commercial, but other pretty girls dressed up as referees and they were handing out pamphlets and flyers and trying to promote the product. Mm-hmm. And they had a, a big screen TV hanging inside. They're playing all the loops of all the, there was like, what? 20 something different spots right yeah I don't know maybe a dozen yeah okay yeah. so every they, actor had their own they were products. playing them out and I, and I saw the Ace for Men and I recognized <laughs> the product so I go to my buddy hey come here let's check this out he goes what do you want to see I go just come over here so we walk up and the guy that's like the host he's like hey how's it going he's handing us flyers do you have any questions I was like yeah can you play spot number 23 he's like why are you asking that I go please can you just humor me and play it he's like sure so he Fast forwards, goes, gets to 23. That's when they were still fast forwarding, by the way. Right. Yes. Well, <laughs> skip, whatever, right? Yeah. He skips. Chapter skip. And, and uh, there, then my spot played. And then the, there was all these people taking pictures with the girls mm-hmm. and like getting them to sign autographs. And then they played the spot. And then they saw me on the screen. And then the girls and the guy, whoa, that's you. And they're like, hey, it's one of the actors from the spot. And then all of a sudden, everyone wanted to take their picture with me and get my autograph. <laughs> yeah, so awesome. I was there for like half an hour signing autographs, taking pictures, and they kept playing yeah. the number 23 over and over and over. And it was really cool. That's, That's awesome. I wish yeah. I was there for yeah. that. Yeah, it was totally random like and fun. And just, or something, yeah. It was a cool feeling, yeah. 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 Is that the, the closest you've ever felt being like a, I don't know, like a movie star? That, that time and one other time, I... I did a uh, four-day shoot out in Death Valley. Uh-huh. It was a job that Carol sent me on. I booked through her. And we it was for a video postcard for Death Valley for the National Park. Uh-huh. So there's like two little resorts there and then all these cool spots. I've never been out there. It's really cool. Is so we, we went out there for four days and we filmed this video postcard. It's like 15 minutes long. And they were selling it in the, in the gift shop. And it basically shows me and my pretend wife on a on a honeymoon going from you know there's a part where the meteor hit and there's a huge crater and there's a part where the rocks look like they're all color and it's called artist something and there's this other field where there's like these 
devil licking big bushes and it's called the devil's something. <laughs> so we went from spot to spot. It had all this little cute dialogue. Started and thinking put together. about the movie Three Amigos. So while we were there, they had a you know pretty good sized crew, camera, like a full production. There was this families from Italy visiting and they they thought we were like movie stars and yeah. they, they all wanted to take pictures and we were signing autographs for like, I thought you were like Alec Baldwin right. or something yeah and then we'd see them back at the hotel and they're like they walk by and they, they would they take another picture and they want to talk to us so for like four days they treated us like we were like A-list actors it was <laughs> really awesome. cool so it wasn't for like you know just half an hour it was like four days it was really cool yeah that's cool yeah it was fun that's pretty sweet <laughs> It's it's called With Love Death Valley. I don't know if you can see it anywhere out there, but what what year was that? Ninety. I was in the nineties. Okay. Eight. Ninety eight. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, so uh, yeah, just a couple industrials here and there in San Diego, and then you're like, oh, I so got kids. Or, yeah. Or, before I left, I did a feature film with this director Jerry Massimi. Before you left LA, ninety four. Like oh. that's when I I did a feature film in San Diego and shot on like video. <laughs> old school yeah and then I left LA and when I came back I missed doing like the local independent film kind of stuff yeah so for 10 years it was just like industrials and you know commercial auditions and things like that yep. and then I met Randy Davison have you guys ever heard of him uh, Randy names familiar is he the one who talks like this so. talks I don't, about I don't his cock sock sure. so I met Randy <laughs> on uh, a, a set of posts they do the yeah. California sure training videos for the police oh yeah we've done some and I've recognized him because I saw one of Randy's short films somewhere before mm -hmm. and I was like hey did you ever play like a homeless guy with a dog on the sidewalk <laughs> and he was recently then are you this actually a homeless guy like on two years ago two years ago okay Okay. right and he's like yeah, yeah where did you see it I go I think I saw it in a movie theater before the movie started he's like no way how would that happen I go dude I don't know I saw it somewhere right but totally recognized him so then we started talking and he showed me a couple other little movies on his phone and told me about the 48 that was coming like Randy. up. Yeah. Right? And I was like, I was blown away by how high the production value had. So this was 2013? It was like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? I'm a chronological so, guy. I'm right. sorry. So, you know, it's always been in my blood. I've been missing it for years. And industrials and commercials just don't, don't do it for me. I like, so oh, like Yeah. Yeah. I want to make stories. They pay. You yeah. do this for a paycheck. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. So when he showed me all these things, I was like, holy cow, I need to get I need to get back into this scene because everything's changed. The game is way stepped up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he invited me last year to the, he goes, get on a 48 team. Well, I lagged and didn't go to any of the mixers. I didn't get on a team, but mm -hmm. I came to the best of. Mm -hmm. And then I, so I saw all the best of last year and I was just mesmerized by the quality of movies these people are putting out and the talent that was in yeah. this town. So I was like, stepped I need to get up. back in. So I immediately started networking there and, met a few people and then got on absent with Siri and Monaco. And mm -hmm. the, the last 12 months have been just a ton. I've had more fun in the last year than I had in the first 20 years doing this. Yeah. And probably at that point I'm like, Oh yeah, familiar face. Yeah, like, I don't know his name, but I know I worked on him. And I think we did a posting last year too. Last summer. Yeah. Yeah. And there was like so much talent on that. Set. Right. Right. And I, I don't know. I and think all, I, all you guys knew each other, but no one, I didn't know any of you and no one knew who I was. Yeah. We shot like in mission Bay and yeah. we played cops. Yeah. That were on vacation. Yeah. And then George Jack was like a recruit and they put him in a dinghy. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. weird. But Randy was there. Randy was Jeff there. Marquez. Lisa Winans was there. Winans was there. Actually, and, and, and Jake, after the second day, eh, never mind. I was going to start <laughs> talking about, I'm like, yeah, I'm talking about myself too much. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Maybe I should, should I finish that story because I killed, I killed the momentum or? No. No? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> so in the last 12 months, like I said, I've, I've had, yeah. <laughs> thanks for your honesty. Yeah. I've had, yeah. I've had more fun and enjoyed I all the projects that. I've done, mm-hmm. even if they're 10 minute short films, mm-hmm. I, I wouldn't trade it for anything in the world. I've had the incredible time meeting all yeah. the people like, yeah, Tony Kristen and I have done guys. like five films together. We had a streak going when I first got to San Diego, we were doing well, every single you film. Again? You got right after four, almost like, a year, a year ago. Okay. Almost cool. a year. Yeah. September. Next so really month, you two kind of jumped in together at the same time. Yeah. yeah. We jumped in back in San Diego together at the same time. And then we did five films in a row. So we had a streak going and then now we haven't done any for yeah. like a while. We kind of right. split off a little bit. Yeah. Kind of do it. Like one last fall or until something. Until Tony yeah. responded to the call for extras yes. for Lefty. Yeah. Yes. So <laughs> yeah. Lefty is going to be one of the films that, you know, incidentally we were both working on. And then you will have a new film coming out as well. Besides the 48 hour films, they're screening um, August 10th. You said you have a screening. Yes. You have a new film that's coming out. Um, Up, called Upshot. Upshot, yeah. Mm-hmm. Written and directed by Carrie Hauer. Yeah, and yeah. starring. And starring my daughter, Hannah Alicia Cox, and myself. It also features a young, very talented actress, Taylor Landris. Mm-hmm. She's a high school student out in East County. And then, the, to me, one of the best actors in town is Shane Allen. Yeah, Shane. Yeah, he's, a, he's amazing. Yeah. yeah, your daughter's coming up, man. Yeah. Hannah's, I saw, um, what was the one you and Shane did? Uh, burglars and locks yes yeah yeah. burglars and locks was i was really blown away by that because that was her first film first very film and you know she's learning from you know her father so it's really wonderful you can i know burglars and locks is that the one where the two kids are like hiding yeah the two kids are that was really good one kid's trying to break in and then already two guys have broken yeah he helps her escape it was so good. That was excellent. It was so beautifully shot too. And both of the kids, he was like 14. I asked, I asked Tony and Tony and I were talking and uh, he's like, yeah, we're working on this burglars and locks. And he shows me, you know, some scenes from it. He's like, here's a rough cut. And I was just, I was floored and I loved it. But I said, Tony, are you afraid of this 14 year old boy around your daughter? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Are you going to have to get some burglars and locks on this kid? Like, and he was like, no, no, she's, she's fine. She wouldn't do that. So, I'm glad she's already not only around good company, but learning from, you know, great people. And she's, she's coming on. She, she's she, awesome. She really blossomed in yeah. this, in, in Upshot. She, I'm really excited to see her. must be proud. I, I, I would be. I was expecting her to do good, but the way she delivered was, it just, it's the best thing I've ever seen for me. Like, okay. if she could become a big movie star and I become Maybe you just live vicariously. stage dad, yeah, sure. like that, that would make yeah. me as happy as you can be. Well, if anything, you can always be a casting agent because you cast everyone in this town perfectly. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to start doing that. I'm telling you, you're amazing at it. I mean, I'm, I would have you as my casting agent. I'm just, I'm not saying, yeah. I'm just saying, like yeah. you already have been yeah. <laughs> my first six months of San Diego yeah. was you. So. I like doing that too. Casting yeah. is fun. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, he's got an eye for it. Obviously, you know, he saw Sean. <laughs> he kind of helped him too. I mean, it's not just local San Diego. It's LA too. So mm. Tony's got a magic touch. So magic touch, Tony. Yeah, Tony's touch. I think it'd be. I think it'd be amazing. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> uh, that's cool, man. I'm glad that uh, you know you're kind of just. Uh, I, I said this is like phase two of my career. Uh, is this phase two or this is, three this for you? Is, okay. This is phase two. Phase two, yes. Yeah, that's cool. I mean, it's weird because, you know, I saw you several, 2007 is when we shot that. Yeah. And went a couple of years. Right. Uh, you know, me and Dave worked together in 2005 or six on What's the Big? And uh, we didn't <laughs> see each other for years. And uh, I think it has a lot to do with the actual community happening now. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. 2010. 
I don't know. There wasn't much going on, no, right? Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. 2011. Yeah, I'm amazed that we were able to pull off shooting a, really? a feature film in 2005 because there was no there was no real community at the time. Yeah. No. And and we yeah. had a huge cast. And yet, uh, just last week, it was me, you, and Carl on set. Mm-hmm. Who, you know, we worked we worked together in the cult classic. What's the big? But um, well, I love that I was able to put a f- Facebook post out and just say, "Hey, we need extras on this little thing we're doing." Yeah, I and we up, got shut up. Tony, Merrick, Mark, Micah. Merrick, Micah. Like, it was like, wow, yeah. like. This is awesome. This is such a great community. Scorch, like, yeah. These great names are coming out just to like be extras on this yeah, silly little yeah. thing we're doing for these yeah. girls. If you I know? see friends making something that's you know mm-hmm. creative and they're talented people, and I'm not doing anything, I'll come hold a soundboard for you or like whatever. Like I'll just come stand around and help. I love yeah, that. Yeah. I really yeah. love that. Yeah. I don't yeah. think anybody. I, especially at our level is yeah. it should be at the point where they're like, Oh, I'm too good for extra work. Right. Yeah, if you no. love what, if you love this, then you love all of it. And when I saw that Dave was you know? part of it and Michael Brueggemeier was yeah. there and you know, I saw Carl Backus. Yeah, Carl, like I have never met Carl, but Carl's ridiculous. Yeah, no. <laughs> Carl oh, is like, the man's a, I really like I'm Carl. Carl likes to try and stay under the radar. Yeah. 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 I don't get it, but right. that's what he does. Yeah. Yeah. It was a pleasure to be there. Uh, yeah, did you guys have a good time? I didn't even see it yet. Yeah, we had I didn't fun. See that part, yeah, so I'm excited. Yeah. We periscoped. You could have watched. The periscoped it. Now I just found out about this today, so Dave. now I will be all over it, obsessed with it, and now I'll be mad at you next week for it because I don't have time for this. Oh, I'm on periscope. Don't are talk we, to me. Are we still periscoping right now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, of oh, course. Wow. We can't even see if people are asking. Questions. We've, got, no, uh, we've got three viewers, and uh, nobody's asked a question. Oh, uh, okay. Dave, I think they're all online viewers. Dave online cool. viewers can't ask questions. Oh, okay, cool. Uh, you have to be viewing from from a phone. App to be able to, oh, okay. to ask Interesting. Questions. All right. They yeah. did a pretty funny thing. Uh, Carl took a uh, what do you call it? Panoramic picture. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And he did it slow mo. <laughs> Dave was on like I don't know the far left, and he ran around Carl to the far right. Well, I'm holding Merrick on one side, <laughs> yeah. and then I'm holding Merrick's son on the other. Yeah. And then he posts it in. It looks amazing. It does. It, looks it like does it. There's two of them. Yeah. I had crazy. to convince Carl to do the panoramic on that. I'm like, do the panoramic shot. He's like, oh, then everybody's got to stand still. I'm like, I know. <laughs> do the panoramic. It's kind of like <laughs> but it didn't come out like blurry or anything. I don't know if you fix it up. No, post, no. It came no. out great. Yeah. Those, those panorama shots are cool. Mm. <laughs> they are cool. But I love doing the, the run around yeah. and be on both ends of the photo. That was cool. So uh, yeah, you're uh, you got a little bromance with the Rand Man yourself, right? You guys yeah. are like two peas in a pod. I feel yeah, yeah. He, I've been catching that. Yeah, Randy, Randy helped me get back into the sure. Scene. Like, yeah, he really did. So I think he probably had a small influence on me too, because I'm like, I yeah. think I, it was the either the fall or the winter. I'm like, God, all these actors, they're in like a hundred things, and like you know, I'm like, if I work on two or three things a year, I'm happy. But I'm like, I guess there's a lot of work outside of the agency. Yeah. You know, so yeah, so I guess in a small way, well, kinda... San Diego is very much a non-union town, so right. there is a it lot is of there's town. a lot of work that's going on that's non-union. So yeah. it's it's nice to be able to you know have that available, mm-hmm. but. I mean, well, Randy, has to, he's very under the radar, though. He's sad, and he's doing a lot of projects. And Well, Jody had a lot to do with that, too. Oh, Jody yeah. had a, a Jody, yeah. A lot, a lot. Jody's all, I, probably more so than Randy, to be honest with you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, though, that's probably the Thurman Man? The Thurman Man, yeah. yeah. I met her there, and she mm-hmm. pointed Man me in the right great. direction. Yeah, it was good, right? It was really good. Yeah. yeah. I really liked that film, yeah. Well, there, there really hasn't been any films that you've been in that I haven't liked. Yeah. So, oh, and especially were, five uh, of them I'm in. So, it, yeah. you know, <laughs> kind of partial. We, but. Yeah. We shot that at the Coronado Playhouse. Yeah. And then that we kind of, really we kind of rekindled and you, you know, you, we talked yeah. and then you played a, 
what a popper. Yes. Yeah. You used to do that. I used to do that in the eighties. In the eighties. He can br- still do it now. Yeah, I saw him. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's on film. He was there. I was ten feet away when he did it. I was a break dancer, popper. Mm-hmm. I was probably a better popper than break dancer. Yeah. And now it's hard to break dance at 45. Yeah. Yeah. I was a better break dancer than a popper. Yeah, but I could still pop pretty he good. Popped it like it was hot. Yeah. And then some other dude showed up and he did like the dubstep modern thing. He was good too. His looked good with the music that he had. Yeah. But when they edited the film, they used different music. Yeah, it, yeah. You look kinda, better. He looks a little awkward. Yeah. It, it, then it made his not look right. Some wrong beat. He was very talented. Yeah, just he he was going to his song, like he choreographed it. Yeah. It looked awesome when he filmed it. It did. But when they they should have used his song from the movie. But, yeah, yeah, because he was talented. Like, he was, yeah, he was he did, yeah. yeah, that was yeah. cool. So that was kind of the resurrection of Phase Two for you. Yeah, and you've yeah. probably put out like a dozen films in the last dozen months, huh? Um, maybe a little bit more than that. What's your most proudest one? The John Freeman one. I like that one. That's, That's... I love the John Freeman one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we didn't talk about her name earlier, but Kristen was originally cast in that. But who ended up playing the female assassin was Carol Morrow. Okay, Carol Morrow. That's her name. Yeah, beautiful, six feet tall, yeah. jet black hair. Mm-hmm. She was perfect. She was mm-hmm. so good. She made it easy to to be fearful of her. Like she was so good in the film. And yeah, I love it. great when you work with an actor who gives. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gives you something to play yeah. off of. Yeah. And her and I have talked since then that we need to do something else together. And it's already yeah. been eight, nine months. Yeah. But I will work with her again. Cool. Maybe well, Freeman's always writing. So maybe he's got something for you. Yeah. 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 You're definitely good at the, uh, like we wouldn't really audition for, well, I guess we have auditioned for the same roles, but that's like boring industrial stuff. Right. But like the short films. Yeah. Cause you're more of a, command of authorian serious yeah yeah that's yeah. not you i am second banana i prefer like dramatic <laughs> banana. Uh, it's it's banana it's an industry term banana banana hammock <laughs> so uh, besides that upshot i'm very very proud of and, yeah well yeah. you know that's cool that you could work with your daughters and you know on lefty that what was, was it like working with your daughter hmm it, yeah, was she your daughter? It was, was, it, was it hard to just be an actor with her? Did you it, keep it, on a, the, like, the very first The first scene of the movie opens up with her and I arguing in our living room. And when I read the dialogue, I was like, this might be a little challenging for her because she's she's new, right? Um, so we practiced it a few times, and each time it got a little better. And then when we shot it, she just freaking nailed it. And it gave me goosebumps after every shot. She was just so good. And uh, that night, Kerry Howard, the director, went home, and at 2 in the morning, he left me a voicemail and said, hey, I know it's middle of the night, but I wanted to tell you that I'm looking at the footage, and it was amazing. You should be very proud of your daughter, and you were, were awesome as well, but it was so good. I just want you guys to know that. And he, he doesn't usually tell people things like that unless he means it. He's, nah. mm-hmm. you know, he'll more tell you how much you suck before he tells you. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. He's a uh, yeah. polarizing yeah. director. Yeah. I mean, yeah. He's great. He has I don't great know vision. Man, okay. <laughs> he's very, like, I, I, I loved working with him. Sure. He was, he was great. I would work with him again. And you worked with Mr. Nixon. Yeah. So last I, met, weekend. I met Rob last year on the set of Duckwater, which co-starred with Kristen here mm-hmm. and God I mean things you guys do together yeah. yeah well like like we said we had a streak films. going we had like five films that we did the yeah you and Randy and I did a film together as well right so all the films I did for you know five films in a row was sure. with Tony everything so. in 2014 was me and so you, did, yep. you guys have done five films together correct wow. five short films mm-hmm. whoa yep and one of them was a 72 hour film yeah so and that won a fish out of water award so not bad yeah. where is that seventy-two hour film? Is like, that the where, National where, Film Channel? Yeah, um, yeah. That was a. That was who do we do that with? Mike or yeah, Michael. 
Yeah. Um, that I don't even know where that was from. I got called in at the last minute. Yeah. So they needed a lead. Um, and Tony, I cast her. Yeah, Randy talked to Tony. He's like, "Oh my god, we need a lead." And Tony's like, "I got it. I got the girl for you." Yeah. While Tony and I are filming another film, I'm on the phone negotiating the, to use her. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, I got a gal for you." And so you know, he brings me on set, and you know, we just learn lines real quick, go through everything, and it was just, it was so much fun. Oh my god, that's where Tony. Tony Fingers came yeah. from. Oh yeah. my god! Tommy Fingers. Tommy Fingers. Tommy Fingers. Tommy got magical yeah. fingers. I can oh. show you later. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, was what was the one that you did? And you play like a guy, and you got a robe and a newspaper, and it's like Bikini May. Is Bikini Mayhem? Oh yes. Oh boy. So so that, should, that, wait, that's a future should we film. edit that part? No, you can talk about okay. it. It's fine. Um, it's fine. Uh, it's a it's a feature. You told me about him. Like, Hannah what? might see it when she's older. Mm. I played this rich, eccentric, kind of weird guy mm-hmm. with a a weird. What's it called when you have a when you like certain things? Fetish. Yeah, fetish. Uh, a weird fetish. Okay. And the movie's about two models trying to break into the modeling business, yeah. and they run into some bad luck, and people treating them very badly, and so they try to get their own work through like uh, internet ads and craigslist and they a- answer my character's ad mm-hmm. to come to my house and do something weird but um it was a i was in two minutes of the 90 minutes and oh, it's okay. a grindhouse film sure yeah. um anyone else in that around um no that's like a outside consortium yeah independent, yeah like really the, independent. The lead, yeah. her name is Corey collins and she's she was a she's a real model okay and it was her what one, kind of model? second or third movie she did Exotic model? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and uh, she she was great. She's very natural. Yeah. She was she she natural nailed it. So film. she did good. So the the movie just got some kind of distribution deal. It's no be way. Like Hulu or really or Amazon on demand or something. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Nice. That's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. And I had two minutes of the ninety minutes, but they put my name on the poster. Nice. nice. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. And I got like fourth billing when the movie opened, so it's pretty cool. Cool. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Two minutes. Yeah. Cameo. Yeah. Powerful cameo. Yeah. Cool. Uh, so, yeah, this last 48. Um, anything? Stories? War stories? Uh, 18 hours of shooting on Saturday with uh, my two daughters, and one of them's almost 10, mm-hmm. and she's a total diva. And she, <laughs> she, she walks to a different beat than most people. Like she's, oh. she's weird in a cool way. I know the type. So she just decided halfway through the day we were at this field, grass area yeah she's the star of the movie she decided to grab one of the blankets for the equipment she walked out into the middle of the field where there was shade from a big light pole laid it out and fell asleep like just asleep they're like oh we need Hallie where's Hallie and they're like oh she's sleeping they all thought it was cute and laughed and like woke her up slowly and then she did it again later in the night and then like Rob will be trying hey Hallie this next scene I really need you to like not smile and I need you to like act scared and and then she would just kind of look at him and start walking away. And she'd get on her bike because yeah. her character had a bike. And she would just ride off as he was talking to her. And he's just like pulling his hair. And he's like, oh. See, when yeah. you're 10, yeah. that's cute. Like, but how's he so, as a director? He's he probably was, pretty. He was phenomenal. He yeah. was great with the kids. He is, he is like that perfect balance of like being stern enough and nice at the same time. Is he a father himself? No, but he's not. Okay. He should be. Yeah, yeah he, he should, should be. Yeah, he'd be a great one. He's like the sweetest guy ever. He's, yeah, he, he, he is. He looks like a tough badass, yeah. but he's like a I tough gotta, I gotta guy. say this. He definitely yeah. has that, oh, who's this? You look at his, I don't know, headshot, and you're like, who's this guy? Kind of looks like a, I'm a nice man. But yeah. then you meet him and you're like, this guy's an angel. He's a sweetheart, you know? Yeah. So I gotta, I gotta, 
say that about him. Yeah, yeah, he was great. So <laughs> yeah. he did a really good job at keeping her reeled in mm-hmm. and not losing his patience. Yeah. And got her to perform. And I haven't seen the film yet, but from what he said and a couple of other people, they're really happy with it. Yeah, and so, I spoke yeah. to him actually at the 48-hour kickoff. Okay. We were, we were talking about yeah. your team and his King of Hearts team and yeah, he was really excited to work with you and uh-huh, hannah yeah, especially yeah, and yeah so i you know i asked him like is that going to be hard for the kids he's like i can handle it yeah so apparently it, it, he did i think it made him so, a better director yeah you know dealing That's with good. multiple people on the crew and locations mm-hmm. and problems and then dealing with these two and kids the, and the kitties <clears throat> yeah yeah, that's cool. So yeah. it was fun. It was tiring. It really, yeah. It, it'll you know it'll show you who someone is when they're under pressure like yeah. that. So I'm I'm happy that so, you know. Yeah, we're driving home at midnight, and my Hallie, the almost ten year old, just looks over at me and says, "Hey, Dad, that was my first and last forty eight. You're welcome." <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired at ten. Yeah. 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 Well, at least she's honest. Yeah. 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 Kind of appreciate that. That's cool. hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> so you got anything else coming up soon so I just got cast in this feature that's going to be filmed at the Hotel Dell first nice. film in yeah, like 35 so or 40 exciting. years I'm so excited yeah, I've been seeing yeah. the post on Facebook wasn't yeah. ours filmed at the Hotel Dell technically no. no that was filmed on Coronado Beach yeah across the street doesn't count Mark okay. no we we're on we we're, we we're hiding in the dunes no. so that doesn't count at yeah. the Hotel Del we wish but no um, so you Jennifer um, Jennifer Shibata Jennifer Shibata she, she Jennifer recommended me and I went and met the director and writer and then, cool feature film you said yeah I got, okay. the, got the role and while I was there um, I had a chance to be a casting director again and I got Randy Davison in the film mm-hmm. because, Why of all, you? because of all the things he's done for me. And when yeah. Yeah, uh, no, no. honestly is because it's the, the right friends, cast yeah. fit, yeah. not because he was my friend, but because when yeah. he told me about this other role, he was looking to cast. As soon as he started describing the character, I was like, Randy could freaking nail that. Yeah. I mean, that's the same thing yeah. with the, the Quinn project we we're working on. Yeah. I'm like, uh, I need a Dreyfus. And I'm like, and I didn't even think about him. And I'm like, mm, Randy can do it. Yeah. And he's a friend, and I don't think we've ever really worked with each other. Right. We've drank with each other, but that's not the same. <laughs> um, but <laughs> don't worry, I won't steal him away from you. He's your bro. No one it's could right. ever steal him away from Tony. Yeah. You're good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now that's cool. Good for you, man. Yeah. Thanks. When does that shoot? Yeah. Uh, in a couple weeks, two, three weeks, at the end of August. Out. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Right. Yeah, I believe they have an Indiegogo campaign going right now. Right, right. Yep. Correct. Mm-hmm. No, it's done. They've, they've, they've raised done? all the, the money. The campaign's yeah. already done. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Wait, did, f- did they manage to raise all they were trying to raise? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. The first feature awesome. film in how many years? Since seventy eight or so. It was like thirty seven or thirty five years or something. Okay. It's been a long wow. time. Yeah. So is there is there any reason for that? Just the hotel doll didn't want anyone the to Republic. shoot, or no one ever did. I don't know. Because Coronado. that just seems, I mean, the Hotel Dell, I mean, gosh, some like it hot, like it's famous. Yeah, I, don't I mean, know. not only is it a gorgeous just structure as it is, it's been there for, you know, ever. It's been there since the 1800s. Yeah. But it just seems like it's so sexy and just it has this feel to it. It's creepy. I want to shoot in it. Wow, what are you talking about? Hotel Dell? Taunted. Taunted. That's they, why it's great. They do a lot of corporate me? events at the Hotel Del. Yeah, yeah, corporate blah, 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 you know. But corporate filming, blah, blah, I mean, blah. I would want to film at the Lafayette, too. I think that's a, a phenomenal location. I just yeah. love, there's this, this like, old soul about San Diego. I know a lot of people that are from San Diego don't, don't feel that. But when you look at these particular locations, these buildings, mm. 
they they just transport you back and to me that's what you want with a film you want to be transported back just where you are yeah. you know yeah. so is it a, is it a retro piece or it's like period piece it's kind right? of like sci-fi five years in the future oh okay so yeah. it's not I'm just saying the hotel may have decided not to let films film there for that would make more sense because yeah. it's disruptive to the convention business that they do oh a okay lot I of. see yeah gotcha. so I just shut down when I hear corporate I just my I know shuts down but I that makes total sense that's why I was the, asking the because, writer the writer yeah. and the director is a big part of the community in Coronado ah. and he I'm pretty sure that too. he cast the hotel assistant manager there you go. And one of the roles, which uh-huh. I think helped. Yeah, grease those yeah, wheels. Yeah. Derek Johnston Absolutely. of. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yes. He's getting so much press now. That guy's great. We love you, Derek. I do. He's funny. Well, Tony, uh, thanks for sitting down and chatting with us. Yeah. Yes, sir. But, uh, it was not hard to fill an hour. So it's been an hour? An hour yeah. and seven. hour and seven minutes. I yeah. like them apples. Wow. <laughs> And it's been good. Like I had no idea that you had that whole experience with uh, Sean William Scott. Like that's, yeah. it's crazy yeah. and sad yeah. all at the same yeah. time. But but he's a subscriber, so the good news is he'll be like, <laughs> I should, I should uh, get in touch with Mister Tony. Yeah. yeah, call me whenever you want, Sean. I'll be, I'll be <laughs> Tony's been around. He knows yeah. the business. Yeah. What I love about Tony is that he's not hardened from it. Yeah. And now he's back, and he's better than ever. Yeah. So. Yeah. Before 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 you wrap up, I want to thank a couple more people in yeah. case they listen but sure. I want to thank Judy Whitney and her late husband Dean who, yeah. who was a huge part of my oh, yeah. second chance here in town like when Dean cast me in Kill Me Once which is still in pre-production it's we're still going to make this movie Absolutely. in his honor when he he's really good at marketing when he put my face out there and said Mark Anthony Cox is going to be in my next film mm-hmm. that's when it kind of snowballed for me all of a sudden he made me like somebody and I started getting offers in my email, like short film after short film. Hey, will you be in my movie without even auditioning just because he made me like cool, you know, yeah. like he made me popular. So nice. I want to thank him, Judy. And uh, I want to thank Jody Silly, who I mentioned earlier. She's been a big help. Randy uh, Merrick has been a really good friend and helped me a lot. And uh, Rob Nixon, mm-hmm. John Freeman, and uh, most recently, Carrie Howard has been great for me, too. So. Shout out to them. Probably missing a couple people. Great group of people. Thank my wife. Your wife, yeah. My wife for letting me be gone on all the weird hours. Letting her help you make your co-stars, right? Yeah. 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 Thank you for letting him do what he wants to do and do it with your daughters and be supportive. It's not easy being you know, a significant other to yeah. us actors. It's yeah. hard. And so they really do deserve yeah. a thank you. So Tammy's wonderful. And yeah. your daughters are amazing. And I'm so yeah. happy. I can't wait to see them grow, especially Thanks. in this community. Yeah. They're in perfect hands. Yeah. I can't wait to see them on the big mm-hmm. screen next Monday. It's going to be so yeah. exciting. Yeah. Oh, it's yes. going to be fun. It's cool. All right. Great. All right. Thanks, Tony. Yeah. Thanks. Well, thank you guys. It's been fun. And thanks for coming out on the lefty shoot. Yeah. My pleasure. Right. I'll yeah. Again. That really meant a lot to me oh, that good. you responded to yeah, that. Good. Yeah, good. You better be the first extra name. You make sure of it. Why don't you just Top do alphabetical so you don't have to worry about it? Yeah. <laughs> Says Mr. Atkinson with an A. <laughs> oh, yeah. Featured extra. That was Mark's That was Mark's stipulation. Yeah. Only come out if I'm yeah. a featured extra. Yeah. He's cool like that. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool like that. <laughs> Thanks, Mr. Tony. Cox, thanks Thank for coming you. out. Thanks, and thanks for the first Bloody Mary ever. Nice. <laughs> Cheers. Oh, oh, yes. 
Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com IXE. Over 150,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Audible.com is your source for digital audiobooks. My personal favorite is Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy, read by Stephen Fry. It's amazing. So get your free 30-day trial and free audiobook download and show your support for the intellectual podcast by going to www.audibletrial.com ixe.